Now we come to chapter 30 of Devarim, which contains within it a very beautiful section which describes a process of return. Chapter 30, verse number 1, V'yayak yavo orecho kol advarim When all of these things befall you, these things meaning, as the Torah says, Habracha v'yakwala, the blessing and the curse, which was spelled out in such great detail, back in chapter 28, Shenatati lefanecha, which I have placed before you, v'hashevota elevavecha, you will take to heart, Wherever you are, you've been pushed aside to live amongst, dwell amongst other nations, but wherever you may be, you will take to heart what has befallen you. You will return to your God. And you will obey God's voice. As I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, a very Devarim term. You encounter it several times in the book of Devarim. So it talks about Vahashevota. We remember that at the end of chapter 28, the last verse was, God will send you back to Egypt in boats. God will send you back. It sounds like there's no hope. You're in the land of Mitzrayim. You sell yourself as a slave and no one buys you out. But in chapter 30, the Torah picks up and plays off the word Yes, God will send you back. However, you have the opportunity to initiate a process of return. Sometimes in the Bible, it talks about God initiating the process of return. Sometimes we feel we can't do it ourselves. In the book of Lamentations, God, bring us back and we'll return. Then we ask God to take the first step. But in chapter 30 of Devarim, you will take to heart. You will consider. This expression, we actually encountered earlier in the book of Devarim, in the beginning of the book, which described a process of return, chapter 4, verse number 39, So there it talks about earlier, to take into consideration. Here also we have the same expression, in verse number 1 of chapter 30, and then, in verse number 2, you will return. So not just but rather and then in chapter 30, verse 3, God will return. Twice the word v'shav. So in response to v'shavota and v'shavta, in verse 1 and 2, we have the double v'shav of God in verse number 3. In other words, it's an interactive process. It's not just a one-time, I'm sorry, I recognize my mistake. The tshuva that's described in chapter 30 is a complicated, interactive, step-by-step process. And already in the first three verses, the verb rashuv appears three times. Then the Torah adds, no matter how far you've strayed, 
you can always return. Verse number four. If you are outcast at the ends of the world, the ends of the heaven, literally. From there, from that very place, Misham reminds us again of the earlier parsha of Tshuva in chapter 4. From that place can mean even from that place, or it can mean specifically from that place. Sometimes the path to return begins when we realize that we've hit rock bottom. We have no other place to go but to return. Sometimes that's the truth. Over here, says the Torah, no matter how far you've gone, it's interesting to note that the chapter here begins with no matter how far you've gone, and it talks about dispersion among all the nations. In chapter 28, there are two different ways in which the Torah describes the exile. One is amongst the nations, as it says over here also in chapter 30. But specifically in chapter 28, we notice that there are many references to uh, to the situation in the land of Egypt, Mitzrayim, and the last verse, So Mitzrayim is singled out, but also all the nations. And Mitzrayim is singled out because Mitzrayim means I'll send you back to Egypt to start over again, but this time, since you were never slaves, you have the possibility, the capability of affecting Yitziat Mitzrayim. You can affect your own exodus. Over here in chapter 30, you can take that first step, no matter how far you've gone, even in the farthermost corners of heaven. So it's not just Egypt, but Mitzrayim is representing the exile. The Torah says now, continues, in verse number 6, Hashem et et zarecha, God will literally circumcise your heart, will open up your heart and the hearts of your children to love God with all your heart and soul. And that's a very interesting expression. What it means is you have the ability to transform yourself. It's never hopeless because you can morph into something else. You can become a different person. The great story of the Torah, in terms of Israel, is Jacob becoming Israel. No one else saves Jacob. There's no vicarious atonement for Jacob. But Jacob himself transformed. Of course, we always need assistance. God creates the environment. But Jacob transforms himself. Jacob becomes Israel. And that's implied here as well. God will open up your heart. God will give you the opportunity to make the changes that are necessary. And then the Torah continues to speak, and all the curses, someone else will get the curses, not you. Verse number 8, But you shall return. It mentioned return earlier. This is a further step in return. And you will obey God. You will keep the commandments out of a sense of a deep understanding and commitment, and then God will bless you. In verse number 9, Another step, God returns. You've returned three times, God returns three times, and here the God's return is connected to God's rejoicing in you. God will rejoice in you. Reminds me of the prayer that we say on Yom Kippur. We ask God, 
have mercy, have compassion on your created beings, and rejoice in your creation. So here we speak of God rejoicing. The third time it speaks of God's return, God returns to rejoice. Interesting is that the choice of the Haftorah always, for the parsha of Nitzavim, which of course includes chapter 30, is from the prophet Isaiah, and begins with the words, Sosa sis Bashem, I will rejoice in God. It's the last of the seven Haftarot of consolation, the Shiva de Nechemta. And the conclusion is, and the hope, the aspiration, Sos Osis Bashem, I will rejoice in God. And in chapter 30, it speaks of God rejoicing in the people. Ki Hashem, God returns. So we have the verb Lashuv six times, and now, of course, in verse number 10, we have it a seventh time. If in fact you obey God's voice, keep the commandments, statutes, written in this book. You return to God with all your heart and soul. Book of Devarim very much is focused on the inner state of the person, not just the behavior, but the behavior is reflecting the inner state, and sometimes the behavior can change the inner state. This is very far removed from the description of repentance in the book of Ayikra, chapter 26. There was confession. Very important, central. But it doesn't describe a long, complicated, interactive process of both of both parties. Each one has to take a step in the reconciliation. Seven times the verb to return, Three times God is returning to the people. Four times the people return to God. In this parsha, the people take the first step. One is reminded here of what the Torah said earlier. What if a person is married, and for whatever reason the marriage doesn't work, and the man divorces his wife, someone else marries her, and that man either dies or divorces her himself? Lo yashuv. The first husband cannot take her back after she has been defiled. Lo yashuv. That story's over. Move on to a different wife. That's true in that particular parsha, in terms of the human relationship. But apparently, it's not true when it comes to God and the people. It is true. The rabbinic understanding is, for example, if the woman had an affair, and the man knows that she had an affair, then he's not permitted to live with her anymore. That's called the sota. Story in the Torah is when he's not sure. But the Sota is forbidden. That's true of the Sota. But apparently it's not true of God and the people. If the people have betrayed God, if the people have succumbed to foreign gods, gotten involved with foreign gods, apparently, in this parsha, even if you find yourself in the farthermost corners of heaven, no matter where you are, no matter how far you've gone, there's always the possibility of return. We have to initiate that possibility in this parsha. Vashevota elavavecha and God's return, from God's standpoint, will conclude in Ki Hashem God will once again rejoice in you. And then the seventh Roshuv, Ki Hashem If in fact you return, Bechol Nafshecha, with all your heart and all your soul.